0: Welcome back to The Vibe Guys. Today I'm so excited because I have a true lover, warrior, and MS survivor who turned her tragedies into something creative, soul-fulfilling, and community-driven. I'm so excited to share with you Julie Rice, the founder of the new, clean, fragrance-free beauty brand, Inner Beauty Cosmetics. Julie, I would love for you to introduce yourself.
1: Hi, Alexa, I'm Julie Rice. So nice to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm Julie Rice, founder of Inner Beauty Cosmetics, and uh, I'm originally from New Jersey, but I live in Bucks County, Pennsylvania now with my two kids.
0: I'm from Philly. You're close. I went to Abington High School. Oh,
1: very close to me, like 25 minutes probably. (laughs) Excellent.
0: Yeah, so where did you, like, where did you go to college? Like, where's your, like, background of, like, who are you? (laughs) Before, okay. before I get into the, the good questions, yes, like sure. where, where did you, who is young Julie? <laughs> okay,
1: so I grew up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I went to college at FIT in New York City. And um, I loved doing that, but I did the commute. I didn't live in New York City. Um, right. So I was really like, um, you know, used to working in the city all the time. So when I graduated from school, I, you know, was working in the city uh, from that point on. Um, for about 10 years, I worked in and out of New York City. Um, so, I when I was at FIT, I studied cosmetics and fragrance marketing, and it was really exciting for me because um, I always loved cosmetics, and it was something that I sort of dreamed about as I was growing up, always like having my own cosmetics line. Mm-hmm. Um, started out in fashion merchandising, and then it led me into more of a definitive um, selection of cosmetics. And so when I started working on uh, the cosmetics, that's what really inspired me to kind of like want to have my own line. Absolutely.
0: And I'm so excited to share with you guys the deeper story of all of this. So thank you so much for coming on The Vibe. It really means so much for you to just really bear it all, which I'm really excited for people to hear. And before you tell your story, I want to preface that Julie had an accident just five days before her wedding shortly after that major, shortly after that, a major loss in her family, which led to her really creating this brand. And would you mind telling us the story of that time in your life that really ignited, almost like the pain ignited this fire to really begin this process? Because you always had a dream of it.
1: I did. So, uh, you know,
0: I'd love for you to tell us the story of, you know, the couple days before your wedding and if you feel comfortable.
1: Thank you it's so crazy to kind of talk about this and then talk about how it led me to found Inner beauty cosmetics because at the time, um, that was so not a part of my plan or having any idea what was next. Right. So it was about five days before my wedding and, um, for a couple of days prior to that I was starting to like just have these weird sensations and um, in my body and I didn't really know what was going on and I was, you know, it it was my second wedding and I was not as um, nervous as like a regular bride (laughs) for our first wedding but you know we were having a small gathering of about um, 30 um, close friends and family so it was very very intimate Um, and I really wasn't nervous. But I was working out and I was, you know, still working and, you know, just, you know, I was stressed about, you know, things. And um, I just attributed it to that and I tried to kind of like, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know, something's really wrong. And so I Googled my symptoms. Um, I had some numbness on, um, at the time, it was my right side, but I didn't realize that it was only on one side of my body. And I had this like, kind of like tingling feeling, like the kind of feeling where you sit on your foot and then yes. you kind of stand up and you kind of can't walk. Mm-hmm. So I had this tingling feeling. And so I went to the, um, florist, um, and I, <laughs> the florist, <laughs> I, know. Well, I went to the florist and I kind of just was, kept, I kept on going. Like I didn't do, you know, I didn't go to the doctor yet. Um, I went to the florist and we were just kind of going through the flowers for the wedding and it was just a few days before and I, I was standing there and I was like, feeling like I was going to fall. And I kind of felt like I was tripping over my own two feet, like just very clumsy. And I remember standing there going, okay, I didn't eat lunch yet. Um, you know, I know it's late in the afternoon. I have these really flimsy sandals on that. Like, I just need to kind of regroup. You're making every excuse. Yeah. I need to get back in the car, go <laughs> eat something, you know, like Julie, pull yourself together. So Anyway, it was um, a couple of days later that I ended up um, in the emergency room. I had called my primary care doctor, I said, I think I have Lyme's disease. I even had a bite on my leg um, that I swore was a tick bite. Um, and she said, I can't test for Lyme here, but if you go to the ER, that's probably your best course because, you know, they'll test you there. So. Mm are and um the doctors did test me for Lyme um they asked me a bunch of questions and um you know they basically convinced me completely that I was a crazy bride I (laughs) look look, um I'm getting you know it's Monday morning and I'm like I'm getting married on Saturday so whatever is wrong with me you need to give me something like like I
0: don't care what it is is. (laughs) 24 hours
1: (laughs) exactly so anyway uh you know, I, I saw one doctor, then another doctor, and they did all these tests on me, and um, it was, I was basically explaining to them that I could feel, like, one hand with the other hand, but, like, this hand couldn't feel this hand, and it was so, like, they were looking at me like, are you, like, crazy? And it was so, like, discouraging. Of anyway, course.
0: Anyone telling, anyone telling you that, like, you may be wrong or something when you're feeling, you're like, no, 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 no. You're the doctor. <laughs> like, Help me. <laughs>
1: So they finally sent in a a neurologist just Mm -hmm. to kind of clear me and say, like, you know, you're fine. Just rest. Get some rest. You'll be fine. The neurologist came in. She gave me an examination. She said everything looked totally normal. She reassured me that I was just being a crazy bride. And she said, I'm going to go home for the evening, but I'm going to send you for an MRI of your brain. And, um, you know, I'm I'm sure that it, it will be fine. This is just kind of like, you know, just to make sure. And she goes home for the evening, I get the MRI, we come back and the the ER doctor comes into the room and meanwhile I've been in the hospital now all day. It's yeah. late, they've tested me for everything. And they say, we just got the results of your MRI and the results are not normal. You know, immediately I'm going, I don't even know what that means, like what could it be, you yeah. know? And so their response was, there are lesions in the brain that are indicative of MS. And I just, I was sitting there with my soon-to-be husband and my mom, and we all looked at each other like, what? And my immediate thing was like, what even is MS? Mm -hmm. I had no idea what they had just said to me. You know, like it was like, what next? So anyway, um... I I was able to, they gave me steroids and it kind of strengthened me to kind of give me enough strength to be able to pull myself together to walk down the aisle. I had to do um, five days of IV steroids, which was like really hard on me and my body. And, um, fortunately the effects of the steroids didn't really, um, you know, sometimes you get, um, this, um, moon face and stuff like that with long-term steroid use, it didn't like hit me in time for our wedding. So I looked totally normal in our photos, <laughs> fortunately. Amazing. <laughs> um, <goodness>. I did, <laughs> normal, but I did look it. so we did get some great um, wedding pictures, which was great. But um, I did, um, I was able to walk down the aisle for uh, my wedding day. And that was the biggest fear. As soon as I was told, you know, like you have MS, I, 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 it all became very clear to me like that. Okay, this is why I can't, Feel my right foot like this is why it feels like I'm unbalanced when I'm walking and you know what, and once I understood that I felt like I was able to better process it a little bit as scared as I was I was just like I'm gonna walk down the aisle
0: and and Julie I don't want to interrupt you but I do just for anyone who doesn't know what MS is I just would love for you to just briefly explain what it is I mean I I know what it is I think most people will but I think it's just so we- important to put out there because Maybe someone may be feeling the same way and they have no idea what just is happening. So if you could just briefly explain, like, you know, when you were told what MS is, and you were like, what? Yes.
1: So MS is a disease of the central nervous system. And what happens is um, there is, um, it's like, it's an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And so this is in MS is that your um, immune system is overactive. And what happens is your immune system actually attacks your own body. So in MS, it attacks the myelin sheath, which is a nerve covering in the brain, which is really complex, it sounds like. But what happens is when the nerve covering in the brain actually um, is worn away and it's not there anymore, it sends these signals throughout the body that are kind of like um, like electrical signals. um, And it also like misfires signals. So what's really complicated is like yes there could be things like you know you can't feel your hand or your foot but then it could also just really complicate um you know the way that you um function and walk because what happens is it creates like um your brain is used to these like pathways that it knows exactly like this part of the brain does this and this part of the brain does that and all of a sudden you have this lesion in there and you don't know like where that lesion is going to be, and what part of the brain, what part of the brain or body it's going to affect.
0: Right?
1: What happens is it sometimes can even slow your thinking, and that has happened to me with my cognitive function. Function when I was first diagnosed, right. that you have this um, part of the brain that basically is not functioning the way it should anymore. And when you have a signal, like for example, I want to move my right arm. I'm looking at it, and I'm going, okay. So here is the signal, and in order for me, to now that I have this this um, area of inflammation in my brain, now the signal has to travel around it, so it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. The best way that I can explain it, that um, you know what MS actually is, and that's the best way that I understood it. Anyway. Totally,
0: and I think that it was just really important, just in you know, I just feel like it's some people may know, some people don't yeah. know. We are, we live in a world where anything yeah. can happen. So I just want I just felt like it was important to say that. And then, you know, something happened after your wedding
1: as well. Uh, yes. So, um, unfortunately for my wedding, when, um, after the wedding, um, my mom was there with us, mm-hmm. um, but when I was diagnosed with MS, my mom had been undergoing, um, treatment for cancer. So what happened was after the wedding, um, you know, things started to become really complicated with my mom's cancer. But, you know, I was also, you know, newly diagnosed with MS. And so my mom and I both started this, you know, we wanted to take better care of ourselves. You know, how did this happen to us? Why are we both facing this? Of course. You know, it was so strange. And so um, fortunately my mom had just recovered from her um, radiation treatment. And she was able to attend our wedding. that's kind of why we had this shotgun wedding so that she could be there. We didn't know what was next for my mom. So she um, had to, from that point on, have multiple surgeries for the cancer. And um, she passed away shortly after that.
0: But am so sorry.
1: Thank you so much. It was such a difficult time for me. And I was working at the time. Um, and I was, um, I was working for a small beauty brand. And mm-hmm. I was um, running product development and all of the business. And it was just a lot on me. I couldn't take care of my mom and the business at the same time. And I just had to, I had to go so that I could be there for my mom because that I knew that that was so important to me. Of
0: course.
1: Mom, um, you know, when I was taking care of my mom, I had a lot of downtime once I decided to leave my job because I, you know, I was not used to not working. And so of course, you know, my brain kept on going like I was still working and I was like do? You know, like I, you know, should I moved out here to Pennsylvania for this job? Should we move back to New Jersey? How am I going to make this work? And I just started, you know, in my mind, like I need to start working on a beauty brand.
0: Absolutely. And And that's like, what leads me to my next question, not my next question, but you know, I don't know if you know this, but I lost my father very tragically in a car accident when I was 11. So I can really relate to you of just like the shock of things happening, you know, with you and with your mom and, and the timing of everything. And I can relate to the amount of copious amounts of stress and like the loss of everything that that can bring. And I mean, honestly, that's kind of why I started this podcast, I'm a yoga instructor. And I always, I've always felt like I was seen, but I was never heard. And finally, when I like came to the conclusion that I was like, this is what I really should be doing. And listen, I'm no one, I'm nowhere yet. I'm not doing anything, but you know, it really ignited me to, uh, I'll never forget last year when I was, it was my dad's uh, death anniversary and I was like, it's time. This would make him happy. This would make me happy. And it was like something that that time burned something under my little tush that was like, do it. So with that being said, I want to, you know, I wanted to make an impact and move someone with the stories that I was saying and make it something tangible, which is clearly something you vibe with as well. Can you tell us how you did the clean beauty brand inner beauty and how it came about? And obviously I know the inspiration, but I would love for you to reignite us with that inspiration because losing a parent and going through a loss and creating something is really magical because it really fulfills you and kind of honors that timing of your life that, you can, it you know, it does. It's kind of like a tribute almost. Um, yeah. so, you know, with that being said, I felt like I was like, you no, know, she lost her mom. I lost my dad. We both wanted to do something more than what we were doing. And I think that that's yeah. really wonderful. So, you know, I'd love to talk about inner beauty now that we're, that we've reached this point.
1: Thank you so much. So, um, when I started to, um, think and just conceptualize the idea for inner beauty, I was really, you know, doing it more. So just because of my, my, um, background in cosmetics, I felt like, you know, going on this clean eating, clean beauty journey myself, I felt like it was so unfair first that, it you know, I was having to do this and that, you know, developing so many different formulas throughout the year, I know formulas really well. And so every time I tried a product that was clean beauty or natural beauty or a combination of the two, I didn't like it. And I was like, this is so You know, this is so disturbing for me. It was like, it was really shaking me up because I was wearing cosmetics every day in my Mm -hmm. mind. I was like, I know I can't continue to do this. Having more of a sensitive body with, you know, having more of a sensitive body where like I'm more susceptible to like a toxin exposure from something in the environment, like something that you put on your, your skin, uh, cosmetics, skincare, anything. Um, you know, I wanted to be more conscious of that. So I started just conceptualizing the line. You know, what did I want in inner beauty? Of course, I wanted natural, clean ingredients. But the most important thing to me was that I really wanted the products to perform because that's what I felt like was lacking in the marketplace, that any product that I purchased was too expensive. I would walk out of like, you know, Credo Beauty, for example, with like $700 in a little small shopping bag. bag. And I'd bring it home and I would use the products and I'd be like, like, I spent $70 on this foundation, and I hate it. Ooh. And I just, I felt so terrible about that. I was like, there's got to be a way with my expertise in in formulation mm-hmm. to, you know, it these formulas. But I didn't only want to create formulas that were clean and safe. I really wanted the formulas to be good for you, so like mm-hmm. you know, our cream blush, for example, it has forty percent coconut oil in it. Like I that's mean, the I base, have it, just FYI. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's like the base of the formula, and most brands, you know, if you if you hear that it has coconut oil in it, usually it means it has like a couple percent because, right. or even like point five percent or something like that, because it's just a marketing story, you know. Mm-hmm. So our case, we really use the ingredients in our products because they actually make up the composition of the formula. It's, you know, our, our blush, um, uh, most of our products are 99% uh, natural or a little bit less than that, but we love the natural ingredients jewelry. Absolutely.
0: And I also know that this was, this was something that was something 15 years in the making, and it was something that you wanted women to specifically, like, have a bigger hand at. Can you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, obviously, you know, women wearing cosmetics every day, you're putting so many products on your body, but I feel like because of my own personal experience and my own personal health journey and that with my mom, you know, my mom and I both had more sensitive bodies, which means that there was some sort of toxin exposure that, you know, I got MS, my mom had cancer. How did we get it? Nobody knows both of those things, you know? And so I just started thinking about, you know, like what my mom went through and what I was going through. And I really wanted to create this cosmetic line for women who were going through the same thing. And I realized that not as many women have MS. So it's kind of like a much more narrow part of the population, yeah. fortunately. Um, but you know, so many, so many of us have been touched by women um, who've had cancer, yeah. uh, cancers, you know, breast cancer, ovarian cancer. All of those cancers and those are all you know cancers that potentially may be linked to the products that we're using and um, you know it was so important to me to not have cancer causing ingredients in absolutely our so I think that um, you know when I started to develop the products that was my I was really doing it for myself personally yeah also for the other women who needed formulas like this and, you know, I'm not... It's not just the women who have MS and who have cancer. Of course. Uh, It's really for everyone. Well, but that's well, why it's
0: a clean beauty brand, generally. Yeah. It you don't have to have anything, but it's so important. And listen, in my... I mean, I rarely wear makeup or anything, but I'm a firm believer that what you put on the outside is going to affect your insides. Yeah. Some people don't believe that. I'm the biggest believer of that. So that's why for... You know, specifically, I was so excited when Drea had shown me your products and told me about you because I was like, I mean, you know, growing up, being someone in New York who has definitely had a lot of PR packages sent, I have had a lot of things that I haven't loved. And, you know, even when I use your lip balm and your, I'm not a lip gloss girl at all whatsoever, but Uh there's just something that makes it even like more relaxed it's like not even like so jarring it's not like you're like i'm wearing makeup i'm doing this it's just like you're simplistically like i'm like okay i'm put together for the day and it's like this like vibe of like you know i don't want to compare any makeup brand because i don't want to do that to anyone but it's like it's not about it's about you it's not about it's not about you know wearing what the coolest celeb new collab is it's really about you and individuality and that's something i personally like you if you looked at my beauty products you'd you'd be like what brand is this what is this what is this i just i'm sure you do too like live for all of those like new things and i just thought like when Drea told me about you and told me about obviously your story is fascinating but this specifically even the packaging guys and i'll show all pictures next when we when this post i will show all the pictures of everything but the way that you went about it it's not just a clean brand everything about it from the packaging to the detail to the few products that are in it because the less products the better um it's just really wonderful and I feel like even your lightness around your story now that I wear the products I'm like I feel a little bit of Julie vibes I really do and I think that that's an important thing to feel when you're putting on makeup or trying to feel better. It's like channeling that energy that somebody else has. Like, listen, I'm sure certain people wear certain brands because they're like, this celebrity wears and I want to feel this or like this and this. And for me, I'm the type of person who just loves love and just like wants to be loved and like feel comfy. And I, I just think it's such a beautiful thing, your story, and that you did turn something that you could have said screw it. I'm never wearing makeup again. We're never putting toxins into our, we're never putting anything into our body. But instead you thought, hey, let me be real about this. Let me, let me help to the masses. And there's so many women and I'm not going to just say women, men as well. People, men wear makeup as well. And people who need to like, Also need to be informed. Like there are so many times where you hear about beauty brands that are not being honest about the products or, you know, diet plans that are not about the right. They're not using the exact products. So it's like I'm somebody who's like a firm, honest human that I'm like, thank you for offering like products that are like real, true and honest. And like with that, with your story, like says so much. That's why I love having people come on the vibe because there's so much more to inner beauty than just a cute little pink packaging you know what I mean it's it's so much bigger it's so much more than just it's it's just, it's it's honoring you your mom um other women who are going through this and not just women men as well because i i think it's important to say that men do wear makeup and we we're live in a society now where anyone can do it we we're, we can do whatever we want any man can do whatever they want i think it's you know men also struggle from things as well and you never know what they're going through so it's just You know, even like the lip balms, feeling nurtured in when you speak that you're not cracked. It's like, it's even those little things of being confident. And I think that's like kind of what makeup does do for people is bring confidence. So I thought that was like really, really wonderful of you. And, you know, I wanted to ask you, what is the biggest supporting message behind Inner Beauty? And what do you really want people to think when they use your products and feel? For me specifically, whenever I put on the lip balm, I think about how the sensitive time we are in. And the way that we should handle with care and, you know, as silly as this sounds, but giving people a kiss and that being gentle, you know?
1: Yes. I'm so glad that you said that. And it's like you're reading my mind <laughs> question because really, you know, the heart on our packaging, it does represent love. Yeah. And I, it's something that I wanted to carry with me as I was developing everything in the line Because I felt like, you know, working with so many different companies throughout the years, I feel like it's something that the beauty industry and beauty companies in general are missing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just, you know, love. Like, I feel like I put so much love into the products. Like, this was my passion, my dream to do this. Yeah. Packaging, to the names, to the colors, everything that I did was done with love. Um, and it's something that I actually learned with mom, from my mom because she always like when she was cooking she would always say like I put a lot of love into it yeah. she would say, love all the time but it really is something that you know stuck with me because it was it was definitely you know in my mind when I was developing everything and when I say that I put a lot of love into it it really is important to know that, like, I made these formulas for me. Like, mm-hmm. I know I have the, you know, super sensitive body and that these formulas need to be safe to my own standards. Right. That's why, like, our products are safe for everyone to use because I set up the standards that I can use them and I develop them for everybody else to use too.
0: Absolutely. You know, I have a few things I want to ask before I wrap this up, but what is the piece of the best piece of advice you would give to yourself in the midst of everything happened something you're more aware of now, but you wish you had known then?
1: Um, I think it would be that I wish I would have embraced my story from the beginning. Um, you know, even though in my mind, I knew exactly why I was developing these products. I had a really hard time talking about it and just, you know, being open about it, and having a conversation like I have right now and saying, you know, just saying to somebody that I have MS, it always came out of my mouth with such like a negative feeling attached to it. And I, I was like, you know, it's such a terrible thing, but I need to have a way to put a positive spin on it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Inner beauty is my story that, you know, I wouldn't be here with inner beauty today, <clears throat> excuse me, if if I was never diagnosed with MS. Right. So. You know, I my, my um, I would say you have to really embrace your own story and be true to it. And that has, you know, that is what has gotten me this far.
0: And I want to thank you for opening up to me about your story because, you know, again, I started this podcast being vulnerable about my own things. I have my own, everyone has their own things. And I think embracing your truth, whether it's really tough or like really magical No matter what, embracing that and like honoring that also is so important. And that's why I'm just like really grateful that you were totally willing and honest to like share that because it's not always easy and it takes some time and it's okay for that to take time for you to be like, now I'm ready to share what this is. And that's, that's healthy. That's also like a boundary for yourself. Um, Two more things. I, if inner beauty had a mantra, what would it be? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I would say, kind of going back to the last thing that I said, but yes. I would say be true to yourself.
0: Love that. Love that. Perfect. And before we close out, I really want everyone to know how you're doing currently because I think that that's really important. And I know the love you have for your family is everything. And I just want to know what we can look forward to for me because, you know, after talking to you, I always knew you were a positive light, but now I'm like, Yeah, My day is going to be really good because you just really are just a really positive light.
1: Yeah, I'm doing really, really good. I'm so fortunate to say that my MS is very mild and I'm able to um, live a completely normal life and function normally. Mm -hmm. I've my sixth um, different treatment since I was diagnosed with MS, so you kind of jump through all of those hoops to get to the right one, but I'm feeling really good. I have no side effects and I'm so grateful. that that I have that I'm able to you know really run my business and I'm so excited to talk to you guys about you know the new products that we're going to be launching we have holiday launching in just a couple of weeks and we have a skincare collection that's coming next year and a liquid eyeliner so I'm just super excited to keep expanding the inner beauty collection and sharing it with everyone
0: well I'm really really excited and I hope that you continue to share your story because it runs deep into the soul and I know you're gonna be like, this sounds cheesy, but what runs deep in your soul runs deep in your veins and what you put into your body is what runs deep in your veins. So when people put inner beauty into their body, they're they're not just on their face, they're really embodying like you and your mom and honoring that and I just hope that you do know that because it is something that, you know, you didn't just create a brand just because. You had a lot of like symbolism and things behind it and that's really what I feel like connected us And, you know, Julie, I'm just really grateful that you came on and you did share your story with just such grace. I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I could cry for her because that's such a beautiful story. And, you know, I always vibe with people who have, I hate saying the word vibe, but can relate to people who have lost parents tragically. And I think when we can all, it's really, it's, it's relatable. And I think that's also something, part of a brand that like, when you can relate to maybe with the founder why she started it, it makes you really, it makes you want to be part of that brand and it makes you want to wear it. And, you know, with you sharing your story, I genuinely believe that not only are people's eyes gonna be enlightened, but maybe in that they'll honor like their family members and who they really are and like maybe not stay at that job that they didn't like love and like maybe be with their families more and do the things that they need to do to find what they ultimately wanna be doing in their lives. And it's really amazing that you're doing so well and like, you know, physically doing Uh so well and obviously in the work field doing well. But for me, I just want to end this on just like a note of gratefulness and gratitude. And I'm so happy that you are well and I'm so excited to see what's to come. And I can't wait to try the new products out because I love the products I currently have. They are wonderful. And again, I... I'm sitting here, like, smiling. No one can see us. But I'm literally sitting here smiling, just, like, thinking, like, what a light you are and what, like, strength you have. And, you know, in this time in the world, it's so important to hear of, like, other people's moments of, I'm not going to say downfall, because I think it, it brought you up a lot and it made you stronger. But it's really important, especially now with, like, Mercury and retrograde, to hear that, like, people can hit the fan and things can get crazy but that doesn't mean you can't not come out of it stronger and you know maybe a little more successful and have a better like understanding of like your world and what you actually want not like what the world is telling you you want but like what julie wants for her and her life and what she's going to honor and continue to grow and i think you know i think that's where people get lost in jobs sometimes is like where should i really go and i think you've really found your niche and your story I hope you continue to tell it because that is one that is remarkable and really reminds, I mean, even my own self in my own little moments of having shit going on. I'm like, you to think of Julie today. I'm going to think of her and I'm going to think about that strength and I'm going to bring that strength into my own life because it's really, really, really special. So I really hope you know that.
1: Thank you so much. I mean, all of the words that you've just said to me are so inspiring. <laughs> so when I had this chat with you and I,
0: don't want to hang up <laughs> yeah, me either I'm literally like crying I'm like you are wonderful but you know what thank you so much for coming on the vibe it was so lovely it really it really 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 was and so excited to see what's in store for you and I, I hope we can do this again and I'm just really happy that you're well and send your family all the best well wishes and I hope you have a wonderful day and thank you so much for coming on here and really bearing it all because I know it's not easy yes thank
1: you so much it was a pleasure Thank you.